What's going on, everyone? It's your girl, Kristen R. Harris, and you are tuned in for another episode of God Put Me Up On Game. Hey, winners. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You already know I have an attitude of gratitude that you have chosen to spend just a few moments here huddling up with me, getting put up on that good, good game. Before I go any further, this is the first episode that I am recording since our fallen soldier Nipsey Hussle has left this earth and gone on to spend his time in eternity. So I just wanted to pause for the cause and just pay my respects to him. I have to tell you, this had me really messed up. And I'm like, man, why am I so affected by this? But whenever you see someone really walking in their purpose, I'm very passionate about people living their life on purpose. So when I see people living their life on purpose and really impacting the lives of those people around them, as Nipsey did, when they're taken from us prematurely at the hands of someone else, that is really bothersome to me. So um, he has really been on my mind. Lauren London has been on my mind. People who know me closely know I have expressed to them. I have shed tears. I have been praying earnestly for Lauren and her children and his his family, his mom and grandma and everyone who has known him his entire life. So I just wanted to stop and just really pay my honor and my respect to Nipsey, RIP Nip, um, sleep peacefully. Now with that, today's episode is not going to be really long. I do have um, a day full of strategy calls. We're right near the end of my current cohort of the birthing plan. And those of you who don't know what the birthing plan is, it's a program where I journey with a group of women and I help them as their midwife to push out whatever it is that they have been trying to birth for a really long time and for whatever reason they haven't been successful in pushing it out whether it's a business a book a nonprofit, it may just even be leveling up and growth um, personally or professionally or even spiritually and so we journey through this program and they push out that thing and so I'm super excited we're coming up on the end of this cohort and today is our last monthly strategy call so I have a day full of calls with the ladies in the birthing plan so I'm not going to be before you long oh and since we're talking about the birthing plan let me just make a shameless plug if you are in the Chicagoland area or if you are willing to travel here on Saturday May the 18th we are doing the birthing plan day escape and that is for women who can't commit to the six month long program, but they really want to create their action plan. They need help with the step-by-step tools and actions to really push out and birth what it is that they know God is calling them to do. And so we're having a day escape on Saturday, May 18th. Um, It's going to be here in Chicago. You can get more information at bit.ly birthing. uh, I think it's birthing day escape, birthing plan escape. I think it's birthing day escape. I will put the link in the show notes. And so you can click it there. You can also go onto my page on Instagram. There's a link there where you can register and also information on my website, kristenrharris.com. So I look forward to meeting you. If you have been struggling to push out what it is that you have on the inside of you. 
Now, you guys know this is the podcast for winners, okay? That's why I come on here every time I come before you and I say, hey, winners. You know, that's why God puts us on up on the good, good game. But I wanted to share a different perspective of winning that I don't think we often talk about. And that's the losing piece. So a few Saturdays ago, I think it was actually at the beginning of March, I um spent some time and I had a few moments to myself, which I really don't have on a Saturday. But this particular Saturday, I had time to just relax in my bed and catch up on some TV. And I turned on Netflix and was trying to find something to watch. And I stumbled upon this documentary entitled Losers, or this this docu-series entitled Losers. And at first, I wasn't going to watch it. But the the title alone just really intrigued me because I am what I consider a winner. And I'm always, you know, empowering other people to be winners. And so the title losers really jumped out at me. And I'm really happy that it did because the very first story was so life changing and eye opening for me. And so basically what the docuseries covers is um, a bunch of athletes who have in essence experienced some type of major loss during their career. And so the very first episode starts off with Michael Bent. And Michael Bent is um, this all-star, well, he was this all-star boxing champion champion in New York, um, Golden Gloves champion. He was like this amateur boxing extraordinaire and if I guess if you're from New York you know who Michael Bent is you know his legacy you know how cold he was you know cold is that Chicago that's my Chicago lingo coming out but you know how amazing Michael Bent was right so his story you know it starts off with all of these victories and and how he was just smashing the competition in that amateur boxing realm and you know like I said he's a golden golden gloves champion but then he decides to start pro boxing and I think that is kind of where things begin to go downhill for him one because pro boxing as he says in the in the documentary is something that he did not even desire to do he started pro boxing because one that's what his father wanted for him and two he just wanted to get the money to get out of his father's house because his father was a bit abusive um like if if Michael ever lost a fight or anything or or if he felt like Michael didn't perform up to his standards then his father would physically assault him and maybe even verbally or in other ways so for Michael, he really wanted to get out of the situation. And so that was part of the reason that he went pro. But it's so much game that I took away from just watching this series. And the first piece, even in that moment of him going to pursue professional boxing was one. Well, actually two pieces. One A was you cannot do the things that other people desire for your life because you, you're going to end up unfulfilled. If you're pursuing something because that's what your parents think is a good idea or that's what the other people around you think is a good idea, nine times out of 10, you're not going to be happy and fulfilled. And I can speak from personal experience because I found myself um, staying in my career and I, I've talked about 
you know, my journey in a past episode, but I was, um, working as a civil engineer when I first got out of college. And I knew that it's just not what I wanted to do. I, I wasn't in love with that field. I wasn't in love with what I was doing. I didn't feel like I was living life on purpose and pursuing the things that God had set out for me. But because I I wanted to appease the people around me. I wanted my mother to be proud. I wanted my father to be proud. I stayed in that position way beyond, way beyond my deadline, way beyond my due date. And so I think that when you begin to pursue things that other people want for you and and other people have um, decided is your path, you find yourself unfulfilled. And then the other part of that is, in Michael's case, he went out there and he pursued it for money. Let me tell you, I understand you need money to survive. You absolutely do. But never, ever make money your goal. Never make money your goal. There's a quote that was on a card that my mother gave me. And I think I may have shared this before on the podcast. I share it often in my classes. But my mother gave me a card the day I graduated from college. And it had a Maya Angelou quote on there. And it said, um, never make money your goal. But pursue the things that you love doing and do them so well that people can't take their eyes off of you. You can only become truly accomplished doing the things that you love. And I remember getting that card the morning of my graduation after I had spent five years working on a degree. And I'm thinking, why didn't she give me this card before today? Because here I was pursuing money because to me, engineering said ching ching. But now I was stepping off into a realm of something that um, I didn't necessarily want to do. So you don't make money your goal. So anyway, Michael, he he starts this professional boxing career and he loses his very first fight. Now, I want to let you know that when you are accustomed to winning, when you lose, it is devastating. And I am saying it from experience. I know because I am a winner and I often win. I tell people, man, what, what I touch, it turns to gold because that's just who I feel like God has anointed my hands. And I pray for that type of favor. But every now and then I lose. And so when you're accustomed to being a winner, when you hit that loss, it is when you hit that loss, it's devastating. It's devastating when you lose in life. And so here Michael found himself in his very first professional fight losing and he slipped into a state of depression. He even contemplated suicide because, again, winners don't like to lose. So he spent a period of time, you know, being in that state of depression, like I said, contemplating suicide and dealing with those things after this devastating loss. But he finally was able to push past that and he decides to get back into the ring. He has a fight and he is knocked out. Okay, after he decides to come back, he gets back into the ring and he loses again. And this time he loses tremendously to the point that he is knocked out and he suffers brain damage from this blow to his head. And basically the doctor tells him that you can't fight anymore. 
and I should have prefaced this whole podcast with it that this was going to be a spoiler, like a spoiler alert. You can still go back and watch it. I mean, it's it's a documentary, so I'm I'm not really spoiling it for you. This is his life, but go back. And I still want you to watch it, and I'm just kind of giving you tidbits. But basically, the doctor says um, you can't fight again. Like it's it's over, and. The number two piece of game that I want you to take from that is that you have to embrace divine misdirection. Like Michael was knocked out, like knocked out cold to the point that um, he suffered brain damage. And I mean, he really could have died. He could have been brain dead. Forget the damage. He could have been dead. But in that moment, God was was redirecting him. And sometimes on our path, we're we're so used to consecutively winning that when we hit a loss, we feel like God has let us down. God did not let you down. Could it be that he's divinely misdirecting you to another space? And I took that word divine misdirection. Um, I read uh, Charlemagne, the God's book, um, Black Privilege. I highly recommend that book. That is one of the books that really changed my life. I love that book so much. I think I may have even mentioned it here on the podcast. I know I speak about it in my book. God put me up on game volume one, but Charlemagne black privilege, that book, I I just, it, it just was mind blowing. And so one of the things that Charlemagne talks about in the book is divine misdirection. Like that's what he calls it when, when he thinks he's on the right path and God just completely wrecks his plans to get him to shift, to get him to change lanes, to change tracks. And so maybe this loss that you are experiencing in this moment, it's not meant to, to, to devastate you. Maybe it's meant to get you on the right track. And so what I mean for Michael is, after he experienced that that devastating blow, that devastating loss, after the doctor said, you no longer can fight, you know what Michael did? He packed up and went to L.A. And you know what happened in L.A.? Michael became an actor. <laughs> There's a scene in the movie Ali where Michael is in that movie. Not only did Michael become an actor, Michael also became a boxing coach for the actors in the movies. So if there's a movie um, centered around boxing or a movie where it's going to require the actors to do some boxing in the movie, Michael is the person who they go to, to train them, to coach them. Michael is the person who also has um, a Broadway show about boxing. Michael is the person who Clint Eastwood hired as a boxing director. Do you see what I'm saying? Sometimes God has to misdirect us because and it, and in his mind it's not really a misdirection to us it feels like misdirection because that wasn't the path that we chose but you have to learn to embrace divine misdirection maybe just maybe that loss that you're experiencing it's not really loss maybe it's just God nudging you to where he he really wants you to be and the the last thing which i think is the greatest piece of game that I took away from watching that documentary losers is that winners are some of the greatest losers. I know we don't want to call ourselves losers and I don't really, you know, encourage you to embrace (laughs) the term loser and call yourself a loser. But what I want you to know is that you're going to experience loss. I don't know winners who have never experienced loss. I don't know winners like that. The greatest winners are some of the greatest losers. And so one thing that Michael actually said in the in the documentary was that 
you know, getting over into the acting field really opened his eyes to something. He said actors are open to failure and they even seek it out. I mentioned back in episode 10 of the podcast in You Effed Up. If you guys did not listen to that, you want to go take a listen. You effed up. And I know when you heard you effed up, you thought, I know what you thought, but that effed up was actually you failed up. And so take your loss as an opportunity to fail up. Are you running from the fact that you that you lost? Are you running because you feel like um you 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 feel like, you know, that 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 L that you took was the end all be all or are you running towards it to learn figure out what you can learn from that loss? What you can learn from that L that you took? Yes, you lost. It's okay. We all take a loss sometimes. But what are you doing with that? Are you embracing it? One thing that Michael said in that documentary, he said getting knocked out by Herbie Hyde, that's the guy who knocked him out and he suffered brain damage. He said that was the best thing that ever happened to me. That loss was the best thing that ever happened to him. That loss was the best thing that ever happened to him. What have you lost that you can say, you know what, God, that was you setting me up for greater. That was you putting me on my path. That was you divinely misdirecting me so that I could go after what you had that was best for my life. That man almost died in the ring. God's like, this is not what I have for you. I got something better. I got something that's going to marry this passion that you have for boxing with what I have for you. So that you don't have to endanger yourself. You don't have to experience it on this level, but I'm going to show you another level, a a level that you don't even know that you enjoy just yet. He didn't know that he enjoyed acting. God's like, I'm going to use every single part of you. I'm going to use that love for boxing, but I'm going to expose you to something else as well. What is God trying to use in you and plus expose you to that you don't even know yet, but you won't embrace the misdirection. You won't embrace him switching your path because you think that you have it all figured out. Release, surrender, relinquish. Remember our acronym for rest, relinquish everything, submit totally, let it go, rest in him. Understand that you are still a winner. You just experienced a loss, but you are still a winner. You take win, you take W's and you take L's. Winners take both and they take them gracefully. That's the thing about a winner. We experience loss, but we know how to take the L gracefully. Take your L gracefully, figure out what God is trying to teach you in that moment. And I I think it's one of the rappers. I can't think of who it is right now, but he says he never loses. He learns. He never loses. So may, may your L, if it makes you feel better, it doesn't have to stand for a loss. It can stand for a learn. I learned in this situation and this is how I'm going to take it and apply it to my life. So understand that every single thing that you have gone through, God can use it all. That's what Romans 8, 28 is all about. For we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. Everything works together. The wins, the loses, the lessons learned, all of that, it all works together for your good. So I want you to approach losing differently. 
No, we don't wake up aspiring to lose. No one wants to lose. But if you find yourself in a moment where it did not go the way that you planned, you thought that you should have come out on top. You thought that you should have won. You thought that it should have ended differently. Look at the situation. Take a step back. Allow yourself to feel. Now, I'm not saying that you don't get a moment to 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 feel because losing hurts a lot. I don't know people who lose and it doesn't hurt because everybody wants to win. So allow yourself to feel, but don't get stuck in that feeling. Don't get stuck there. Take a moment, feel, but then when you get past that, really take a look at the situation and learn. One of the greatest um, athletes, in my opinion, one of the greatest is Kobe Bryant. And there's, um, you know, this, this story of when he basically, um, after the game, he, he sat and he would sit in the gym and just take shots all night long. Even after he won, he would still do that because for him, um, I can never practice too much. I can never learn. But even those times when he lost, he would sit in that gym and he would practice because he had to go back and learn. That's why players watch their um watch, watch the footage of their games. They got to see where they slipped up, where they messed up. Let me learn from this L that I took. So then it's not just a loss, it's now it's a it's a learn. So I implore you to really examine your situation and see what you can learn from those L's that you took. And remember that the greatest winners are the greatest losers. All right. That's all the game I got for you guys. I appreciate you for tuning in. You guys keep on praying for Nipsey's family, um, sending your love and all your good energy and vibrations that way. Until next time, I'm Kristen R. Harris and I'm out.